This week's episode is brought to you by the 2017-2018 flu season. What was supposed to happen? We got a flu shot. Our body learns how to fight against the infection. So when the infection shows up, we kill it and move on with our lives. What happened to me and millions of other Americans is we apparently got the playbook from three years ago so that when the team 40 miles away showed up, we got our asses kicked. Flu season 2017-2018. Oh god, I'm gonna vomit. Hey everybody, welcome to Nexus Tonight. I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Rupier. And that took a gargantuan effort for me not to cough while I was saying that because I have the flu. Yay! Yeah, definitely. God, laughing is like a fucking no-no for me. I cut myself on a meat slicer, so that happened. Oh man. A permanent yeah, damage or uh no. Oh, okay. It was just a little it was a little chunk. A chunk. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> I felt the I felt the bullet. I touched myself, touched the blade, but I didn't feel anything at the moment. Oh, and I was okay. like, oh god, I fucked up. Uh, <laughs> it, usually chunk and injury are not something that mean like a small amount, you know. It is it is a tiny chunk. It's 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 mostly healed, but just stings randomly now. Oh I bet. Like whenever it feels like it'll just sting and I'm like, oh god. Oh, is it going to be at work and like fuck? <laughs> is it going to be like the old man thing where you're like, "Up, oh, looks like a storms are coming. My chunk is stinging." <laughs> <laughs> well, it's the absence of a chunk. <laughs> <laughs> God. All right. Um. So today, there's two things I want to talk about. The first one, uh, like every other Zareth dragon that's uh, been revealed, we we always talk about it before the set comes out. And what the fuck was Brucey Rhodes smoking with Dude, the good shit yeah. the good <laughs> shit Zeroth Dragon of the End of the World Dust has been mm-hmm. revealed what um, an appropriate what end of the world or dust <laughs> I mean I don't know I mean you know what they say in dust we trust yeah exactly <laughs> um, I don't know who said that, just does everything guilty, guilty Gear players say that but you know what I mean okay so but, shout out to Guilty Gear uh, we should probably explain why we're uh, all shitting our collective pants here. Uh, his skill is, uh, so like every other ultimate stride, you have to pay the cost with a card that's the same card as your Vanguard, that you can use a great two if you're in Legion, blah, blah. Um, Counterblast 2, when it's placed on Vanguard, you may pay the cost until the end of the turn. Your opponent's Vanguards and Rearguards lose their abilities. Their grades and power increase or decrease to 1. Not mm-hmm. 1,000. One. Mm-hmm. Choose one of your opponent's vanguards and deal one damage. Um, question. question. Are you yeah. sure that you didn't forget that if your opponent's at four or less damage, deal one damage? Oh, I didn't forget. What? But, but why? So, you can just win with this, like... Yeah. I like Your opponent's at five? Oh, uh, reveal dust for my G-Zone. Oh, you got it, dude. Yeah. I'll yeah. also check top card. Alright. The, the reason I stopped playing Yu-Gi-Oh! was I was sick of people showing me a thing and me having to go, okay, I'm done. Like, that's come back now. Mm-hmm. Well, this is really the first time it's happened, right? Where your opponent's just like, oh, I have this. Yeah, look, there, yeah. Are, there are other cards that can deal the six damage. Cards like, um, X... VMAX? VMAX, and then that other Cosmic Hero that's on hit. But, but in VMAX is bo- kind of large. What? Yeah. The restriction on VMAX is, like, much larger than the restriction yeah. on uh, Dust. Yes. 
Vmash. That's the thing. <coughs> I think that the ones that can deal six damage have some kind of way for you to get out of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like with Vmax, if you have G guards that can call stuff to the field, or you, Dismal, or Dismal. Yeah, like you, you can do that versus like this. And then, and the yeah, ones... this card is just like Counterblast Two. I you have a ninety percent chance of winning the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. It's above that, but yeah. And yeah. there's a there's a petition going around where uh, that's dumb. Yeah, I, that is dumb. Wait, why? To have I'm a pre- petition? Okay, first of all, petitions don't do shit. Well, actually, do you remember that car- the grand blue card in the Rummy yeah. Labyrinth set that was going to form like an in- like an unstoppable loop, and then there was a petition, yeah. and then okay. they changed Japan the complained about it, right? Yeah, yeah. Not a. So Japan has to complain enough for it to matter. We okay. don't matter. The, but I, I I don't know if Japan's complaining about this or not. This thing is like... The other Xerath Dragons have either been medium, decent, and this is like WTF. It's deleting, basically. Yeah, and, and it, then... So they lose the ability to use G-Guards. They have mm-hmm. PGs, and that's it, basically. And Zeros, I guess, but... Yeah, PGs and Zeros. And basically, every car, every time they guard, they have to like minus a card because they're one power. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So in order to get back up to wherever they are, well, actually minus two cards because everything's at increments of one or six instead of five. Yeah, that's true. Oh yeah, that's weird as shit. Yeah, because vanguards are normally eleven k now, so you try to make net magic numbers in increments of one and six instead of five. So right being at one power, if you guard with five k, that's five thousand and one. That's still one k short of six k. So you need five k more to actually guard it. I like how they made it one just to kind of differentiate it from deleting, but not really. Yeah, it's the same as one thousand. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't hit one thousand power things, but on. On the other side, it doesn't actually matter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I if 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 this like stays as the effect, it, what's going to happen? Just time uh, leap might come back. Yeah, like regular time leap. Dark mm-hmm. Sun decks will be. Yeah, Dark Zone decks would just be ridiculous. Yeah. And and the worst part is, like, Dark Zone clans have one of the easier times getting a copy of their Vanguard. Yeah, so, Spike Brothers, you have Mecha Trainer... Well, I think this card is the worst in Spikes, but, yeah. Well, I mean, Mecha Trainer has... It can search Acrobat Verity, which means you can search your Vanguard. Well, the, the problem is that a lot of Spike Brothers cards are very Vanguard... Like, you're relying very heavily on the Vanguard abilities. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. true. You need some way to get charging, which you can do on Dust, but it takes a lot of work. Well, like, timely, you don't really need Vanguard skills to do this shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Dude, just think, you're playing Zippies and you have that fucking sheep stand, and you're just, like, going off. Yeah. And your opponent has one power because you're on Dust. Mm -hmm. I like how they gave this to Chrono in the show. I'm like, really? Come on. That's... Yeah, and then, like, Dark Irregulars, you have Enigmatic Assassin, so... Yeah. You're just like... Attack, attack. Alright, now 20. I mean, 20, worst case, 20. you just strike Demagogue first, like you get the combo off, put them to 5 probably, and then you're just like, I have dust. Yeah. You better heal right now. God, does so that, brain, that brain back painful, painful memories. You know, I have game, I have dust. You know? I have game? Yeah. yeah. yeah I have... Uh, th- when I saw dust, well, well, when I saw dust first, I was like, oh, I don't know what the skill is, because it's like a translation. I saw the card, and I'm like, I'm glad I have, like, one foot out the door of this game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I have an army. Yeah. We have a Hulk. We have dust. <laughs> it felt it felt really worrisome, like that a card like this exists. Yeah, I or, yeah. Presumably. I don't know what happened. In, in like a three set span, we went from set eleven and twelve to thirteen being eh to this. Like I thought, I thought yeah, I thought eleven and twelve were like really fantastic sets. Mm-hmm. Like I thought they would look cards like really well designed, like. The clans like work good without feeling ridiculous, minus some OTT shenanigans there for a little bit. Yeah. Uh, but thirteen, I was kind of like, yeah. And this set, I just feel really. Yeah. I don't like the concept of ZRs. I think it's a big, pro- big problem. Yeah. And also, I also don't like what they started doing with GRs that have the Ziegenberg setup of a flip skill and then a GB three. Yeah. Yeah. I also don't like that the GRs are starting to need entire play sets of them. Yeah. It's also started in GBT thirteen. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. Just it's on. just like well, we're just... ending the G era. Let's just completely shit our pants. <laughs> Let's burn it all down to the ground. You know. Yeah. Um, this seems like something you would give to geese, not to dust. You know. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. But I, don't... I don't even know what they're doing anymore. Yeah, like I'm not sure how they can go higher than this. I'm not sure. Like, other than just winning the game, but yeah. they're not going to do that because Chrono has to beat it somehow. Yeah, exactly. The If they put a damage cap on this, would this be, like, easier to bear, I guess? Mm. Mm. Well, then it just kind of becomes a delete that restricts G-guards. I mean, that's... I think that's, that's still, still pretty big, but... I think this card is better than Drachma if it says 4 or less, and it yeah. doesn't say 4 or less. Yeah. And it's our like so it's just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. This is this would just be a less gimmicky still vampire if it didn't deal a damage. Yeah. I mean no, I think it should deal a damage. I just don't mm-hmm. I just think it should have the if your opponent's at four left. Yeah, yeah. I think it should have the restriction on the damage. Being able to just counter blast two and win the game with no effort is Kind of ridiculous. But that's what a GR, a ZR should be. You pay $150, win random games. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah, and people are and people were trying to compare it to all the other like six damage dealers too. Not, but it's like a really poor comparison because you have outs to them. Well, it's also a poor comparison because this has been like what three clans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, or four clans at the same time. Yeah, four clans at the same time. Two. Like, one of them is the main character clan, so it's, of course, it's going to be always at least pretty decent. Another one is Dark Irregulars, which isn't very popular, but it does have the resources to take advantage of this in full. Yeah. It's like a zero counterblast deck, so you can yeah. you'll always have to be available. Yeah, and then also, like, Pale Moon has been doing better with the new Hari recently, so they're, like, tier 2-ish, and then... They can still make very large columns while you're at one power for zero counterblasts. Yeah, just sh- just shit out a board of like princess, um, and then like anything else, and then mm-hmm. you're you're good. Like, <laughs> and then Phantom Hari can also fish grade threes out of the soul, so you can get a copy of her vanguard really easily. Yes, you I can. I think Pale Moon, like Pale Moon, can probably ultimate stride the most consistently right now with uh, Hari. I think well, Blends and Vampire lets you. Oh no, not Glenzen, the the Lujarius. Yeah, but you, ha- you know, both of them, you kind of have to soul charge the grade three, so it's about the same, really. I mean, it's the same in Pale Moon, but mm-hmm. there's more selective soul charging in Pale Moon, though. So, and you can, 
I'm sure. Yeah. We need to actually choose. Yeah. Well, uh, with DEI, I think you're just kind of mass soul charging and hoping you get a copy. I, mean, I, I think you're pretty likely. I think it's pretty similar likelihood that you hit it in, like, both decks. Yeah, so... Like, both of them have, like, fairly consistent times getting a copy of their Vanguard. Chronojet has Dran, but Dran will probably die before that point. Because overlords are a thing. Yeah. Man, like, like I, I, I've been playing against uh, my friend's overlords, and I've considered just not even calling my starter out. Just, like... <laughs> It's gonna die. I might as well just like leave it in soul to have one extra soul for <laughs> you know tank mana shenanigans. Like mecha trainer, I can get out of the way in time, but like you know, yeah, like a lot of if you have a starter that can't go away before grade three, you might as well just leave it in your soul. It's not the worst idea. Mm-hmm. But yeah, dust is pretty ridiculous. Yeah, and that's pretty much all we have to say about that. Uh, I think if you go to... I don't care if a petition doesn't do anything. Sign it anyway. Change, change.org... Uh, change.org, and I think it's like Dust Petition or something like that. You'll, mm. you'll find it pretty easily. If you type Vanguard, that's pretty much the only thing you're going to find. Um, it's circulating around on the subreddit, yeah. and you'll, you'll find it eventually. Um, anyway, the, the other reason we're here today, at risk of me uh, going into a coughing fit... Is that uh, we're talking about like what uh, it's like for players who started after uh, the G era and before the G era. So people who started GBT01 and after, or BT17 and before, and I feel like that can affect uh, how people play and think and build decks in general. What do you guys think? Hmm. All right, so. Uh... I guess I'll start, since I started at this, about the same time as Atlas. I've been playing this game for way too fucking long. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, a, a big change, a lot of it has been how you adapt to changes. Like, whenever you, like, if you just enter a game and, you know, you just imagine its natural state, then the changes don't seem as extreme. Like, you can't, like, it's hard for somebody now to imagine a game without, like, you know, like, Legion running around, for instance. Like, Unless they've been playing for a really, really, really long time. You're just like, oh yeah, this is a thing that people do sometimes because they're bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, at this point. Or like G-Guards or Strides, you know, like... Once they're already, like, thrown into that, and you know, it's part of the game that you first learned, it's pretty easy to continue playing with that kind of stuff. But every t- single time there's been, like, a major rule change in Vanguard, the community has, like, flipped out. Like, when Legion was first announced, people were like, what the fuck is this? Two things in your Vanguard circle. What's the, how? How does this card work? How does this card work? And then you're you're like waiting for Japan to like figure out how Cat Butler works with Legion. Yes, <laughs> it works very well. Or like, the, <laughs> or like the thing with when Dragon came out, people were like, "I can ride Mitch Deleter Chaos and delete Dragma." I'm like, okay, but who's gonna do that realistically? Yeah, right? You know, I mean, people always come with like stupid ass like narrow shit that you would never actually do. Uh, but, like, people were threatening to quit the game over the Cat Butler thing. People were like, I'm just never going to play Vanguard again. I mean... Like, and, you know, the same thing happened with Stride. Like, what the fuck? We need an extra deck now? This is the reason I wanted to play this game. There's no extra deck. It was left. So, like, every time there's some, like, huge change, people just want to leave the game. I mean, a lot of people did leave the game for Stride. Yeah. Um, a lot of people, well, left, a lot for... Of people left for Legion and then More, came think... back for Stride. That was yeah, me. 
Yeah. There's definitely there's definitely a group of people that left the game for Legion. Also, the we got a good hint of what was coming in Legion era in Japan, and it was very gross. So people didn't want to have any part of it. It was basically like a one deck format. Well, you had like uh, the thing of this deck. Oh yeah. Yeah. And people were like, I don't want to have any part of this. So they just like, it was like, I'm and like this looks like shit. These rules look like shit. I'm just gonna stop. Playing. Yeah, and then a lot of the decks started to get kind of samey, because the only way you win was have a Restander or have a Glory. Mm-hmm. Also, games in Legion era took actual 5 ever. Yeah, because... Like, either, either games were very fast, because somebody just died, or the games mm-hmm. took actual forever, because there's infinite, infinite shuffling. Yeah, I was just like, alright, hang on, I need to like check through my drop zone to see what I want to put back, then I gotta shuffle, and then I gotta go find... My legion mate. Why does musketeers exist? <coughs> That's what I ask myself. <laughs> yeah. Just time out the musketeers. And then they made bluish flames that did the same thing. <sighs> so stupid. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I when I first started playing, I don't remember really why I started playing this. I just had friends that played this game, so same, I was like, sure. Wait. Same here. That's, the only, that's how I got in. Yeah. And I played, like, shitty stuff for the longest time. <clears throat> And then I, you know, I, you know, I played like okay stuff. I never, I don't think I ever really played like top top stuff. I just kind of played like medium stuff until, up until the stuff I liked became good. Up until Eradicators, I think was like when I actually started playing actual better stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because I thought Gauntlet Buster was cool as shit. That was the only, that was only the really the, the only real Eradicator that I liked. So, uh, and then like I, I don't know, I just. Like, for me, it's just kind of like, here are the things we're given. We have to, like, you know, figure it out, right? Yeah. But, like, I had a lot of fun in, in Limit Break Era. Like, despite kind of the obnoxiousness of break, break rides, like, I thought Limit Break Era was, in general, pretty fun. I thought the cards were cool. But they weren't, like, busted, right? They are just, like, kind of yeah. neat. Obnoxious? Uh, I, thought, I, think I thought Break Rides themselves were obnoxious because the entire early part of the game was, like, nobody calling anything, nobody writing oh, anything. yeah. Because, like... Well, I don't want to get my opponent to four. <laughs> You'd like call a back row so you can throw crits on it if needed. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like it was just really dumb shit. <laughs> so I was just like, uh, this is kind of stupid. But like once you got past that part of the game, I thought the games played out pretty nicely. Um, yeah. In Legionnaire, I just kind of felt like everyone was on some kind of combo deck. Like it was just mm-hmm. kind of like it didn't really matter how long you sat around. It was just like, well, once I get all my stuff, you're dead. Hmm. I, I, mean, I, played lot, I played a lot of Spike Brothers in that time, so it was kind oh, of yeah. like hit me to four. I dare you. So they would like put you to three, like dirtle around for a while, and but like finally put you to four, and you're like, oh, it's time. Oh, no, let's try to kill you from three most of the time. Yeah. Like here's my two crit glory, and you're like, uh, um, uh, do I guard this? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me go look through your soul damage and drop zone. Oh, wait, oh, can I see a drop? <laughs> and it's Legion era, so there's like a million crits in everybody's deck. Because that's what you did. You guarded early and then just sat around with crits. And you just shuffle crits back in, because that's cool. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, <clears throat> I felt like the game was, like, the car- I-, I felt the cards becoming more powerful, for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, you can feel the stuff becoming irrelevant from sets before, just as you can feel sets from even, you know, just a couple of sets ago becoming, like, absolutely irrelevant. Like, who do you, like, Nubatama is probably one of the bottom five decks at this point, and it's been, what, three, two sets? Yeah. Last well, yeah. 
Yeah, more or less. And they've already they've and they're fallen below Morikumo probably. <clears throat> Oof. Them like them could be fighting words depending who you ask. Yeah, I, I I don't think it's really arguable. Yeah. We are now at a point where the meta radically shifts with every new set release. Yeah. Like, not and it's not because of ZRs. It's be, I think it's more because of like powerful GRs and triple Rs. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. The like, problem with each- new. Like, Ichikushima, for example, Battle Sisters were good for one set, and then the Link Joker booster, like, started to push him out, and then once Overlord got its boost, they got pushed out completely. Yeah, Overlord deck is pretty sweet. Poor Sisters, mm-hmm. they got, like, five minutes in the side. I mean, they can, that deck can still win games. Like, yeah. Ichikushima is still a strong card. It's just, like, things are getting pushed out so much. Yeah, and, and then, even within the Zoo booster, like... Gridora is already, like, kind of pushing things out. Have you seen the price of Overwhelms? Yeah. Yeah, Japan? right? It's like $100. It's, $100. it's a GR, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jesus fucking Christ. We are now back at the $100 G-Zone era. Hooray, because Bushiroad fucked... Uh, Bushiroad basically reverted back on their thing about GRs not flipping themselves, and now mm-hmm. instead of them not flipping themselves, they don't, but you need four. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, what? Yeah. They, they went full circle, where it was like, they were good, but not amazing, and then they just made them too good, and then now you need four. Or, mm-hmm. you know. Although I see a lot of decks running just two Alexandros, and it seems like they do fine. Is that, like, the thing? Or That's just Blue Wave decks. Playing Blue Waves in 2017. Yeah. Blue Waves, you, d- you only run two because you need the space for your fucking uh, Flood Hazards, but Thoughtless, I would just use Alexandrus every turn. What kind of madman do you have to be to choose to play Blue Waves into, like, Chaos and Overlords? And now Gridora. Yeah, and Gridora. Like, what happened to Absolute Madman you have to be to play Blue Waves there? I don't know, budget or something? <laughs> I don't know. Like, <laughs> don't... I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Yeah, but like to, to someone who started, you know, pre G era, like the thing where stuff was, or you know, a lot of things were just hilariously expensive is just kind of par for the course, almost. Yeah. It feels yeah, like I, decks were more linear back then too. I I feel like back then, like skills were really important like cause mm-hmm. car, some car, like most of the cards you played didn't really have skills like everyone played AK Vanillas which yeah. is something that almost nobody plays now yeah 10k Vanillas are still like kind of used like rarely yeah sure, but, but back back in the day like everyone played 10k Vanillas everyone yeah. had their fucking 10k Vanillas yeah and cause... skills in your cards were really important like you didn't even use all of them just because you couldn't afford it because the skills were like two counterblasts yeah mm-hmm. the biggest change to me from in playing Vanguard is how much cheaper skills have gotten mm-hmm like skills that were counterblast two back in the day are now like soul blast one, yeah. or or sometimes nothing. Yeah, sometimes they're just like on play, do a thing. You know, like Jesus fucking Christ, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. And then it also feels like decks have gotten more flexible with strides now because back then you had your one grade three boss and it did its thing, and that's your deck. Yep. I do so, think strides helped uh, kind of create new strategies for the game. Yeah. Because, like, it helped decks not feel like you're attempting to do this. Well, I, I'm going to say this. It pretended to help decks feel like you're not doing the same thing every turn, but in reality, you still are, because there's always the best option. Yeah. And the best option is almost always the same. 
Yeah, if, but if, if you're doing well, at least there's the illusion of choice where you have the 16 card G zone that where you have some strides that offer you utility that you never really use outside of their one niche. Yep. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. They they pretend to be useful. That's that's really what matters. Yeah. So is the game broken again, or? I think it's going to be very unfun for a little bit. Yeah. Assuming dust goes forward. Yeah, I think set 14 will make the game very unfun with dust. We still don't know what Stark will do, and it might be ridiculous too. There are three times in this game that I felt like the game was going in a bad direction. And two of them were at the end of the limit break era, actually. It's because that's when I was playing the most Vanguard, so I think I was like really tuned in. Mm -hmm. Uh, The first was the mechanic of lock. Yeah, I not, I did not like lock as a mechanic. I remember. Uh, I remember. <coughs> I remember when that came out. I was talking to Gabe about this yesterday, and he was like, "I remember you messaging me on Facebook, telling me what lock is," and he, he and I was like, "I think I'm quitting like right now." <laughs> like, yeah, lock. We were just like, "What the fuck?" And there's a lot of jokes about Mega Colony being like, <laughs> "Get fucked," <laughs> like uh, the, the somebody had the AK vanilla. You know, the guy looks like he's smoking a cigarette. Oh, that one. <laughs> the Mag- M- Cave Vanilla. Yeah. So that was the first time. The second time was pretty soon after when I, or pretty yeah, pretty soon after we learned about Locke and it was Novell. Yeah. Because I was like, oh Jesus Christ, what is this? Novell was probably the closest the game had to dying completely. Um, next to Legionnaire. Yeah. I love one deck formats. Uh, <laughs> and then I didn't really feel like th- I felt like that kind of sort of in Legionnaire. But not really, because, I don't know, I wasn't playing as much, so I didn't mm-hmm. care. But um, other than that, Strider, I hadn't really had that feeling. Like, things just kind of crept up in power. Like, yeah. like kind of snuck up or, like, were suddenly good, I feel like, instead of, like, creeping up to be good. Like, there were things mm-hmm. were just like, oh, by the way, Blade Wings. And you're like, oh, oh all right. <laughs> yeah, and then there have been, like, times where there were one deck format, like, uh... I think Aqua Force when they got Lambros was just insane. Oh, Lambros! But I didn't feel Lambros was like. Yeah. Like I felt like the card was insane. Like it was obviously mm-hmm. the best thing to be doing at the time. But I also didn't feel like it was like bad breaking the game. I just felt like it was like ridiculously yeah. strong in comparison to everything yeah. else. Uh, would you say uh, PBD was game breaking, even though oh. they introduced G guards right not too long after? I think that deck was really stupid. Yeah, I think th- I think that was the po- that was the I think that was the worst period in uh, in Jira. But yeah. DP was a t- was a top deck at that point, so you know whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean the like Diablo made people go, you know, like look at resist cards and be like, well, I don't want to run this. I can't kill it off it's for so Diablo. Funny. Like, it's so funny that the existence of Diablo just makes a keyword bad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Actually. Like the thing that's I, that's supposed to be unanimously good became bad under Diablo. I, I think that's a problem on Bushra's end for how they worded uh, resist. How, yeah. how the how they worded choice effects and resist. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of games specify choice versus target, mm-hmm. but uh, to get around things like that, or they target the player and the player chooses, but that's not like targeting the thing. Like Magic does this, for instance. Magic. Like target player sacrifices a creature is different than destroy target creature. Because it gives your opponent the choice, uh-huh. and it and it gets around things like what uh, the equivalence of resist. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but they don't have such things in Vanguard. So. I mean, now that now they've turned it into like choosing circles and not the right the right the thing itself. Which um, I'm surprised they long to do. Like, I expected this to happen like much sooner mm-hmm. than now, just because like I think lock was a problem they've been deal- having to deal with for a really long time, and yeah. that's why they've yeah. changed the dynamic of Linchoker and Giera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, although I gotta say, like to the people. The, there's one of my friends who I won't name here, but he he plays chaos and he uh, is salty that all the all these like uh, clans are getting options for unlocking, like you know, Tachikaze has Guy Devastate, Harry Harry mm-hmm. Pale Moon has the Harry Stride, and Angel Feather has that crit. He's like, it's too easy to unlock. I'm like, they have one thing, one. Yep. Yeah. And like, I don't think it's really stopped Chaos from topping at all. Exactly! Chaos is running around like a fucking, you know, just like a free horse in a field. And they people have, like, you know, one thing. And he's pissed about it. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <coughs> God. It feels like, until recently, like, the best decks in the format have kind of been people playing outside the box with, like, the crazy time leap combos and the uh, blade wing stuff. Crazy time leap like, combos, blade wing stuff, seven runner. All of it is yeah, been... Yeah, seven like, runner. Like, ZTB. it seems like a lot of it was people, like, playing around the edges instead of, like, directly as a result of the cards. I, I think the, there's only a few directly as results of the cards, and I think it was more... I think it was just in recent sense, because, you know, they've been printing very strong cards. Yeah. Like, like each Kashima, Ziegenberg... Uh, the Purge, you know, like, these cards are just kind of making decks. Like, I yeah. think, the, like, for instance, I think the new Overlord deck is, you know, exactly how you'd expect to build it. Uh, <laughs> and it's very like, annoying to play against. Like, you're like, I'm going to take four Destiny and five of some other combination of Overlords. Well, what's the best one that gives me the most value? Well, I'm just going to pick the X in, in the end. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know Gabe does uh, just for the Legend because... Uh, like, where he doesn't care about retiring your stuff, he'll just do it for resources, like fetch flame dragons. But, but how is he going to win the mirror? What do you do with the mirror? I didn't... What, you don't want an illusion forever? I don't know. <laughs> I thought the point was to win. I mean, if you can legion forever, your opponent will deck out, Alice. <laughs> In the mirror? If they both... Oh, never mind. No. <laughs> if your opponent doesn't have legion, I mean. <laughs> then they can't legion forever. Do you Wait, understand? So... You're saying if that you, if you're playing four legend and your opponent is playing Axian, yeah, and then you can't legion and your opponent can, guess who's going to deck out first? <laughs> Just give it a guess. Okay, but you can also kill them before this becomes an issue. Usually, maybe. You hope so. You hope you're about. You hope you know. You hope you're ahead. <laughs> what percentage of games are you ahead? Probably like fifty, right? <laughs> Not in Overlord. That percentage is like eighty in Overlord. <laughs> I don't know about that. Yeah, how I think t- the power th- stuff went for early GR was like as a result of the card because of like Lambros and stuff, and then like around the time we got the time leap combo to around set eleven, people just started playing to the edges instead, making these weird combo decks. Yeah, so that that was, that's like a six set. Yeah, you look at Wiseman, you look at uh, No Cell. Mm-hmm. Uh, trying to think of these other like kind of like off offbeat. You bas- uh, I shouldn't say offbeat. I should say not what Blue Shirt wanted us to do. Decks. Yeah. Uh, I guess the time leap combo. Yeah, decks were like not really what Blue was looking at. 
because mm-hmm. uh, you know they want people who have blaster back Diablo. Yeah, timely. Um, I think in the West we had the Simbuster Dykeiser deck that was definitely not what Boucher wanted us to do. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then Spec- like, the uh, only ones that really like worked as intended were like Night Rose. Mm-hmm. Well, not pretty even. sure that's exactly. That's like exactly what we were intended with Night Rose, to be honest. What? Yeah. The attacks or yeah. Okay. What else? Yeah. What, what else is Grand Blue going to do? Like build a field, multi attack with it. Mm-hmm. Makes like, sense. Like a lot of it was just good interactions with the cards. Yep. And like these interactions felt intended. Now, yeah. what wasn't what wasn't it, what wasn't what they intended was like Wiseman, right? Like yeah. They don't want anything to do with that. Yeah. And of course, Seven Runner. Seven Runner, mm-hmm. Blade Wings, all of it. Um, mm-hmm. But, like, I think that impending feeling of Doom, just even with all of that crazy stuff, like, people were mad about Seven Runner because they couldn't do the thing they wanted to do. But it didn't I mean, get people quitting the game over it. Yeah, people just refused to play against it mostly. Or, yeah. Like, yeah. Which is or they just refused they, to play it. Or, they, or if they did, they just, you know, dealt with it when, they came, when it came up. Yeah. But, like,. You have to have a plan against these decks, and like in Magic, there's you know there's like this, these mono red decks that kind of you know do the stupid thing. They're like I'm gonna play creatures and attack you or throw spells at your face until you die. Yeah. And you need to, you need to have a plan, right? Like you can't just walk in there blind every time. You need to actually think and like have a strategy. So you need to play against enough to know that. And in Vanguard, I feel like people just refuse to do that with kind of the quote cheesy end quote decks or scummy end quote decks. Yeah. yeah, but you can't rent. You, you, you can't push dust out of your memory. Shit's gonna come. I mean, yeah, you can know dust exists, and you're like, well, I can't not be at five damage if I have a miracle heal. You know, like mm-hmm. you just like now you're basically looking at, oh, if I'm at five, like now you're like I have to guard everything at four. Yeah, um, which is insane. Matt mentioned this mm-hmm. before the recording started. But some guy online said that uh, he you can alter your play style to play around dust. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm just gonna yeah. alter my play style to never be at five damage. Yeah. Yeah. This has worked for everybody yeah. so far. I'm right? just going to keep myself at four or less damage while also keeping a lot of grade zeros and PGs in my hand all the time because I can. Yeah, like, I'm never going to be accidentally crit to five, or, like, just not find any of my cards I need to heal. Is he going to no-guard every Vanguard attack at three? Or, or full-guard every Vanguard attack at three? Yeah. Is that what he's going to do? Because, how do you keep hand that way? Yeah. I don't know if there's any Homestar Runner fans out there, but, uh, there's there's a Strongbad email where, uh, Strongbad imagines what his funeral's like, Decide he doesn't like it. And he's like, well, in order for my funeral to not suck, I guess I can just never die. Okay. <laughs> like, that's basically what that guy was thinking. Yeah, this guy, this guy's, he always posts dumbass shit like that. Like, something, he always has, like, empty, vague statements, like, alter play style or play correctly, you know, like, things that don't really mean anything. I mean, like, any, anytime you're having an argument with someone and they're like, well, if you play correctly, then it would, shouldn't be a problem. Well, you should like they need to be pressured on what quote play correctly end quote means, and if they say some shit like oh well if you don't know you're just not good then they they don't know either. They call that the Socratic method, and despite being thousands of years old, it works great, usually. Um, 
it, it's saying if they if they like you know harass you for not quote knowing how to quote play correctly or whatever, whatever the quotes go then that's that's their fucking problem they're not worth spending time with mm-hmm. um well yeah so i i guess the takeaway from this whole episode is that uh dust is stupid Busha needs to f- uh, fix it, or we're going to be in for a bad time for a while. Yeah. I mean, I, I think we're going to be bad. Busha needs to calm the fuck down. I think they're taking I, end of G era as an excuse to just go wild. But yeah, the, I think the, I think as an as an older player, it's like it's hard for me to even be surprised at these, mm-hmm. just because like I've seen Busha just do this kind of shit in the past. Me too. So, yeah. so it's kind of like yeah, they're they're going to do this, and you know, power creep. I think is in this is is. I don't want to say necessary as in a good way, but it's going to happen. Like it is inevitable. Yeah, well, yeah like, this game is like fairly linear, happen. so like there's not a lot of horizontal design space. Eventually, they're just going to have to creep further and further up. Unless they print cards and aren't units. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh no! And then we get into spell cards and trap cards, and then I'm out. And then no, it becomes buddy become... fight. Yeah, we just come buddy fight. Uh. <laughs> On on an unrelated note, the first two seasons of Yu-Gi-Oh! are on Netflix, and I totally didn't watch them while I had a fever. Anyway. Um, <laughs> oh, that's, that's, that seems like a legit statement. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> but you can just watch BoJack Horseman until you're depressed. I mean, when you, when you, ha- when you have the flu, you're already depressed. I miss yeah. Christmas because of the flu. Like, just, you know, just, Merry Christmas, blah! Are you even Christian? <sighs> no. Because I'm not. Me neither. <laughs> yeah, but I, I mean, like, I missed all the festivities. I even failed... Oh, I even, the food. Yeah, the food, exactly. Um, and then, like, uh, the like I got sick on Festivus, so I even failed the feats of strength part. Like, I missed all the good holidays, you know? Dang. Did you at least do the airing of grievances? I mean... I does, never missed that. Does, vo- <laughs> does vomiting count? Like that is airing some kind of grievance, I'd imagine. <laughs> At least your body is airing some grievances. Yeah. Um, oh man, happy Vanguard Festus, everybody, where we air grievances of just Bushira. Festivus for yeah. the rest of us. I'll do the pull out of the crawl space. Can't wait for the Bermuda set to be garbage. That's... Man, the last one was so fucking shit. Uh, oh my yeah, god. Yeah, I know, right? That was in March, right? And now they're just shoving everything and the kitchen sink into the set and probably making more new archetypes because why the fuck not? God, I love that expression. They should just never, never print another Chocho card for as long as it exists. Yeah, but Tira is on the poster, so they're getting it. Oh, fucking bitch. We're also getting a Bermuda reprint Megiddo. Does it have a bathing suit? Oh, please say yes. <laughs> I don't know. We're just going to have to see, but they are printing it with new art for the Bermuda set. I'm excited. This is what I'm excited for now. <laughs> what, Megiddo with a bathing suit? Whatever the Bermuda Megiddo is. <laughs> whatever it is. <laughs> I need to know. <laughs> this, is, this, is what, this is worth waiting for the set spoils. Because <laughs> they're going to show it on a stream. They're going to show, here it is, the Megiddo. Bam. Yeah. Whatever it is. If it has a bathing suit, I, I'll, I'll, I don't know. I'll vomit. What if it's yet. just all of the Love Lab girls just shoved on the card? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I just realized this is the last Nexus at night for 2017. Finally, I mean, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, gotta hate this year. 
Yeah, this year has been pretty shit, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, let's move on to the next one. I mean, not going to be much better. Let's have the Giera die and see what horrible thing they inflict on us next. Link summoning. A, a, a second G-Zone. Pelicans, I don't know. Um, oh, I got an idea. What? Rear guards that you put in your G-Zone, so you can, like, stride on your rear guards during your main phase to, like, have them for a turn on your rear guard circles. That's actually kind of interesting. Stupid, but interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Alright, you overlay them. It's like. <laughs> God, why? Alright. Well, if any of this happens, we'll ask you about it next week on Wait, Wait, Wait. This is the wrong show. <laughs> on Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me? Is that what you're going for? Yeah. Uh. Alright, well, I'm pretty much out of things to talk about because I want to go to sleep. Yeah. Um, and I need to go get groceries, so... Alright, well... Uh, yay, being sick. Alright, so, normal spiel. You can find me at Atlas Novak. You can find us at Nexus at Night, both on Twitter. Find me at Wiggums, two Gs, two Zs on Twitter. You can find me at Plasma Eclipse. And, and I don't really update my blog anymore, so I don't feel like plugging it this week. Me neither. Alright. Well, Happy New Year from Nexus at Night, and we'll see you next time. I was Atlas. I'm Matt. And I'm Root Beer. Have a good night, everybody. I want to take the time to thank anybody who found this podcast. Uh, I also recommend sharing it with your friends, family, anybody who likes Vanguard. Uh, You can find us on SoundCloud or on your podcast app, that little purple thing that goes in the folder of the stuff you can't delete, like stocks. Who uses stocks? Anyway, you can also tweet... Me, Atlas Novak, so at A-T-L-A-S-N-O-V-A-C-K. You can also tweet at Nexus at Night, N-E-X-U-S-A-T-N-I-G-H-T. Or you can tweet the Nexus Core YouTube channel, so at N-E-X-U-S-C-O-R-P-S. Be sure to check out that YouTube channel. Uh, We have, you know, card fights and deck profiles and all that good stuff.